This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. My children are IVFs. Oh, yeah. I had the issue, not my wife. Okay, it was on me. Thanks for asking. I had a micro Tessie surgery. I said Tessie. <laughs> you have a tiny no, bag? I, no, no, you got no, a tiny no. Bag? See, I knew I had to say it twice for you. <laughs> you said micro testy. No, I didn't. Small M- micro. Sack. No, no, no. <laughs> Can we be medical here for a second? Sure. What's a Tessie? Sometimes being a parent is very difficult. It's hard. It's tough. It's damn depressing. (laughs) But we decided to switch things up a little bit and look at the lighter side take a different approach and the fun part of being a parent. We got all sorts of things we're talking about. We got texts. We got tweets. We got embarrassing moments. And we talk a lot about fluids. Enjoy the podcast. They say parenting is hard for good parents. And I feel like it's super easy to get overwhelmed by being a parent of a child in this world and wondering what is going to happen in the future for them. Housing prices and, and the oh, yeah. economy mm-hmm. and blah, 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 blah. Let's throw that out the door today. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's look at the bright side. Let's laugh. Let's have some fun. You have to laugh. You, you have, have to, to laugh. Or you'll cry every moment of every day with how hard it is. <laughs> it's so hard. So we're going to hang out today on the Bad Parents Podcast and we're just going to have some fun. <laughs> I love it. Okay, that's it. Okay. I don't know what else to say. Yeah. All segments, all fun. All segments. <laughs> all fun. You just said it. I don't know why I said it again. Because <laughs> you just said it and then I said Cause it. Because you're sleep deprived yeah. and you're tired. And you're That's the right. wacky dad. Do you it's... know I'm, I'm the only parent in the room at 48 years old, the oldest one out of the three of us who is still, I'm literally still changing diapers. I, it's insane to me. My it's... brother-in-law is, I think, soon to be 40-ish, has no kids, but recently married. The joy in my husband's mm. face when he thinks about his mm. brother going through all the stuff we're out of now is uh, it's amazing. He cannot wait for it. Like for you, Johnny, you should have started having sex earlier, bro. Like I he, had some sex. Oh, oh. Oh, okay. Don't forget. What's he even mean? How's that possible? Because <laughs> no, my children are IVFs. Oh yeah. I had the issue, not my wife. Okay, it was on me. Thanks for asking. I had a micro Tessie surgery. I said Tessie. You have a tiny no, bag? I, no, no, you got no, a tiny no. Bag? See, I knew I had to say it twice for you. <laughs> you said micro testy. No, I didn't. Small micro. Sack. No, no, no. <laughs> Can we be medical here for a second? Sure. What's a Tessie? Micro Tessie surgery. I didn't inquire. They just said this is what you're getting, and I said great. It was near that area. Oh, it was in the area. Oh, you got it small was, balls. No, that's not it. <laughs> small balls aren't I bad. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. <laughs> these guys, these doctors, these they, they're all in the in the in the in the kitchen and they're scrubbing up or they're having a sandwich for surgery and they'll be like, Doctor Shauna, what are you doing today? And then she'd be like, uh, tonsillitis or whatever. Sure. What about you? Small ball surgery. For sure, they say no, that. They, they don't. don't, call they don't. Like How would they testing. know the size of my balls? If they if they prescribe <laughs> if they prescribe the surgery without even looking at them. Okay, let me ask a know. question. One little quick question before we get to Shauna's bit, right? Yeah. First. Um what pos- what position were you in for this surgery? Oh God, like, don't say have- all fours. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so How hangs- am I 
emasculating his bat. <laughs> so it hangs. Well, he hangs. They're oh small. They're micro. Were you on all fours? I was, te- I was telling the story about how my children were IVF, and there's a lot of people struggling with IVF, and you've decided to. <laughs> we said we were going to have fun. It, it was a fun podcast it. today. Yeah. No, no, I understand. Yeah, okay. Uh, so my micro. What position were you in? Tessie surgery? surgery. I don't <laughs> know. I was knocked Heels out. together. Yeah. <laughs> ask Heels ask together. the doctors. Red Eagle. Or did you have to like make the, le- the number four with your legs? <laughs> Figure four. My wife, my wife when she was, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, she used to take care of people's business down there. Oh, wax. Esthetician. See, one of the positions for the girls was the number four with their legs. It's a good angle. Anyways, I was on my side, if you must know. Hey, the good news is if you ever wax them down there, you don't need as much wax. (laughs) You know what? My wife will do it for $5 for you. Regular price is $50. (laughs) Small balls. God. Anyways, what do you got there, Sean? I got this thing, but I don't know if it's as funny as this. Uh, BuzzFeed put out some very, very, very funny parents who tweeted through another long AF week of parenthood because there are parents out there who figured out that it's just going to be rough and let's make the best of it by tweeting and putting out social media that's funny. So this one came from Katie. Katie Deal 99 if you want to follow her on Twitter or X. Parents, just remember every time you sneak candy from your child after this Halloween, it's not stealing. It's giving yourself a competitive wage for services provided. (laughs) I like it. Clever, funny. Mm -hmm. You guys eating your kids' candy? Is it almost gone now? Do you know, I said to my wife yesterday, I go, I haven't had one piece. And I'm not doing that as a bragger. I just, all that's left is Kit Kat. Like, I, 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 they were lost. I'm not a Kit Kat guy. We're not letting it roll into the holidays. The amount of candy tax, (laughs) tax my kids have paid. It's like they would, if the equivalent of making $500,000 here in Canada, oh right? the God. amount of tax I have charged them is out of control. I should be arrested for corruption. <laughs> well, and speaking of candy, this was back from, uh, from Halloween. My three-year-old said, why do we have to go to other houses? This is a tweet for candy. Why can't we just keep this bowl and watch TV? <laughs> <laughs> and the parents like, yeah, why can't we? Wow. Sometimes three year old figured it out. Sometimes kids are the smartest ones in the room. That's at the dad, who's also a really funny person to follow as well. Um, and this is another one at Henpecked How. Daughter, do I have to brush? Of course. You don't want your teeth to fall out. Yes, that's how I make my money. Oh. Adorable. My kid gets very excited when he loses teeth. Still. I, I and just, I know he knows yeah. the ruse and right, everything. Right, right. But he uh he is expecting and one time we, one time the tooth fairy didn't have a lot of change mm-hmm. and, and could only find a 20. Mm, that's the so problem. now you set the bar, tooth yeah. fairy for 20. I was in line at a grocery store and there was an older woman in front of me. And I'm going to say older, I'm going to say probably in her mid 60s. And the, the young guy who was ringing her through said something like cash or card. And she went on this tyrant about how cash is king mm. and how big bank, uh, is destroying the tooth fairy industry. <laughs> what? About how, how is the tooth fairy supposed to survive if we all go cashless? And I'm like, I, I understand your point. <laughs> like, I'm just getting some chickens. Like, I, I just, I don't need this Weird. at the moment. And you know who else doesn't need it? The kid that's working there. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Like, like, I like, don't care. I'm talking like, I'm oh, going to wow. say a good minute 45 yeah. on just Big Bank and the tooth fairy industry. And uh, I'm like, you, you've been waiting for, to talk oh, to somebody I think about this. so. It's been sitting on it for a while. Yeah, yeah. Okay, another one here. This one's funny because we talk about what kids wear to school today. Um, this is at JTorch1031. My son must have a crush on someone. He started wearing his nicer pajamas to school. <laughs> kids in there. Oh, my son, yeah. he's 15, grade 10, wore pajama pants the other day to school. 
It's crazy. Shauna, it, listen, we have kids similar age. We were talking about this the other day in the car, and it was just me and my one of my 12-year-old son and my wife. And my wife said, Rory is his name. Rory, she's like, kids don't wear jeans anymore, right? He, and he was like, mom, what planet are you on? Jeans? And so I said, what do they wear, bud? Like, Because he wears a lot of like sweatpants yep. or like he's got a lot of like hockey, kind of like uh, his team stuff, shorts and things like that. And he goes, yeah, it's all just like real casual. It's amazing. And so you're saying it's right up to high school too. Right up to high school. We went to football games. Everybody in the crowd, you could tell the Gen Xers, we all had our jeans on. Yeah. And even millennial parents, because some of them are younger, but none of the kids in high school had jeans. When you still were able to dress your kids, my kids are four and two, so I still have that ability to. Mm. Did you ever dress them in the eye of what you felt was comfortable? So like I was, I really enjoy like fleecy track pants. Yes. Jack goes to daycare every day in fleecy. He has jeans and black cords yeah. and all this stuff. And when I get to pick up the clothes, it's whatever I feel yeah. like I totally. would be comfortable in. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. Jack goes so underdressed. He has so many nice clothes that I refuse to put him in because I feel like they would be uncomfortable for playing with Play-Doh in. Oh, I know. I love the track pants. That's what Eli's in all the time to the point where we, you know, for birthday celebrations and fancy things, I had to call the restaurant and say, can you yeah. You wear fancy track pants? They're like, no, (laughs) not at all. Fancy track pants. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. So I just texted my wife, and she said they are average size <laughs> at best. So it's called, and gentlemen, because it's, it's a gentleman surgery. If you ever had a micro tessie, <laughs> surgery you know what i'm talking about and yeah you're trying to be cool and you're trying to be but you know somebody is gonna make fun of it and you got small balls and you don't mm-hmm. like you know on average you don't you're gonna have to show them one day <laughs> i don't you, it's called proof anywho <laughs> okay so this kind of leads us into a nice topic because we're talking so about small some- balls is leading into <laughs> this segue well talk about embarrassment right yeah uh, and i'm obviously you're obviously embarrassed which i'm not balls. no i am not so this is interesting because we you know we we've talked on the we do a radio show and there was a thing about you know basically guys go out in the streets and they ask women what's an ick factor for a guy like if, if you saw a guy do something what is something that would completely throw you off a great example is a woman said like if a guy drops like a sheet of paper or a cash <laughs> and then chases it chasing in the wind, the wind. Oh, a receipt yes like yeah, a receipt guy. like a woman you might as well say <laughs> i am never laying you right there's no way to look good doing that right or and it's just great stuff like a man holding a balloon or whatever eating right? a freezy eating perhaps. a freezy the <laughs> ick ick <laughs> Ick factor. I only laugh because the gentleman who's talking loves freezies. Loves. Oh, I just picture that motion where oh, the head's yeah. back. Do that motion again. 
again. It's the, the opposite for a woman. <laughs> yep. Uh, so anyways, this is kind of along the same lines. It's this is a list I got here and it's about things, 20 things parents do to embarrass their children. Number one, I'd love to know at what age did you stop this for Jack, Shauna? And maybe you didn't. He's in grade 10. Kiss slash cuddle me in public. You know, we have differing opinions on this, him and I. He doesn't mind it and I won't do it. I'm like, bro, mm. you don't like after his football game, right? Right. Um, I will just do like a fist bump or something because I was so conscious of that as a kid. Right. He gives me a big hug and he doesn't even care. Like huh. if I kiss him, it's really weird. We seem to be setting that tone. I haven't felt that with him yet. I find in my little bit of experience with, uh, you know, having three children is that I find that they are way more open to talk and communicate and hug and kiss yeah. than we were. We were always like trying to get out of there. Totally. Um, and it's maybe it's just a generational thing. Uh, tell stories about me as a child. Uh, they don't like that. That's embarrassing. And I'll also say this, and I understand this, when they say, when this is what kids say, parents embarrass me when you say, don't show off when I'm with my friends. Oh uh, boy. Uh, that's a bad one. Hates that. My son's, my older kid, uh, my little guy, not so much because mm-hmm. he's similar to me, like a total ham bone. Older kid, no way. Like, like you can't be putting on Like showing kind. off in what sort of way? Like you can online gamble? Like what, what do you mean <laughs> like showing off? Like trying to be funny or, right. oh, or, okay. or be cool. Like the, the cool uh, uh, radar is very much okay. going. Like, let's say they're having a sleepover and they're in a good mood and they're wacky and they're, and maybe they're, you know, they're hamming it up a little and acting a little bit more than they normally would. And so you call them out on mm-hmm. that. And that's really a dick move on the parent because what the parents should understand is, listen, the kids may be excited. Yeah. Maybe he is showing off or she is showing off a little bit, but that's okay. Yes. You know, you probably show off at work sometimes too, right? And so I, I really try to be uh, careful of that one because some of these are fun and silly and some of them I can totally understand. Yes. Like one, for example, is fun and silly is singing in public. I can totally see how, uh, especially a teenager, would want to uh, kill you if they if you sang in front of people. Or if you put your radio too loud in the car mm. and you're at a stoplight. Oh my God, my kid is like, it's right down. Right. He doesn't want any kind of attention. Do you find, I find him sometimes it's your kid might get embarrassed, but their friends thinks it's funny or cool. Yes. So I, one of my sons was saying, jokingly saying like, I'm a loser and all that kind of stuff. He's all like in fun and joking. And he had two buddies over and they're like, what are you talking about? Your dad's funny. He's on the radio. He raps to you. Yeah. He sings all all the time so my kids might get embarrassed by it but their friends thinks it's fun he eats freezies in a really cool way right yeah, like my teenagers friends are like your mom's so athletic let's go watch her do the peloton uh-huh. <laughs> it's, the it's the same thing they just want to they you, encourage sport you, you said that your teenage <laughs> you said that your teenagers are embarrassed when you sing in public like my daughter's four and i, I already can't sing oh, like if we're four. watching like the wiggles yeah, or something or like I, I i can't i'm not allowed to just stop dad stop Stop it. It's hard I, when that happens. I think she'll come back to it because I really enjoy it. singing and stuff like that with the kids is one of my favorite things to do. Like to the point where we actually have like inside joke songs, like I'll start a lyric and they'll finish it. Yeah. And they just know it. And I, I hope, I know not want to sound morbid, but I hope that when I go that they have those kind of memories of right. me. Right, yes, yes, or yes. Or if they hear that particular song on the radio that they'll be like, oh my God, sure. my old man sang that. I, you know, I never appreciated my parents to the fullest extent until I was in my 20s. Right. Like, so like whatever happens to me now and then, like, what are you going to do? This, but, you know, yeah, this whatever. is, this is a classic one. I think every generation does it lick their finger and wipe dirt off their face or something off their face. I don't do that to my kids. No, nope. I don't like it. I, I hate it. walk around it. with dirt all over yep, their face. I hated it as a kid and it, it embarrasses them. And I just, I'm not very, uh, I don't know. I'm very weird about that. I don't like to do anything parental. <laughs> <laughs> what about baby or nicknames in front of others? 
Like, if, do you have a nickname for your kids? I do, but it, they're still so young that I, I feel doesn't like it doesn't yet. matter. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't think my kid likes that either. No nicknames. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm seeing the transition with the 10 year old now because I've forgotten what it was like because yep. Jack's 15. So I think we've been through this. Eli's in grade five. I'm really sensing that shift from childhood so, to preteen. Right. It, with the disclaimer, uh, Eli, if you're listening, I apologize for asking the question. What would Eli's nickname be um, that you're transitioning out of? Like any kind of like, I like to call him like Angel, mm-hmm. my little angel, mm-hmm. yeah, my little fine. sweetie pie. Like I really baby him way more because he's my last. Right. So babyish names. I've got like, to go mom. Like what do you have as a dad for for boys? Well, Drew, well, Drew is like everyone calls him Drew Bears. Like everyone in my family, yeah. like everyone calls, even like his cousins and ne- you know, my nephews and nieces call him Drew Bears. So that's weird that you would extend the name. Usually they're shorter. Yeah, I know. So it's, that's, yeah. that's an interesting one. Because he's got a short name. So extend it. It's kind of one of the rules in, in life. Yeah, my Jack, his dad calls him Jackie Bear. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So we all just call him Drew Bears. And it's it, it's if he ever says to me, you have to stop. It, it's more of just like habit. I, I don't know I if know. I can. I don't know if I can um, wear old fashioned clothes. These are things that you get embarrassed by your children. Your children no. embarrass uh, you embarrass your children. No, no, no. I dress. Well, you're perfect. punk rock. Yeah. You're the coolest dresser of all. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. No, you're not. You're true. Here's one. <laughs> Hold my hand in public. Now, listen, that's the worst. Someone told me years ago, and it's so true. It sucks because there's going to be one time you hold your kid's hand and it'll be the last time and you don't know it's the last oh, time. I know. Oh, I know. I said it was going to be a fun podcast. I know. Jeez, <laughs> oh. Like, there's nothing I love more. So my little guy is nine. I love when I just put my hand out to grab. Like, he doesn't even question it. I know. It's just like my dad wants to hold my hand for whatever reason. Yeah. Like, he's not even thinking about it. But it's it. coming yeah. soon. I it know, really is. Sure. Like, like Eli also is the, it lets the hand, but you know what he told my husband recently is no more kisses on the lips. Devastated mm-hmm. Mike. Mike's not an affectionate person, right. but like it's his only son right. and it's his last son. And I really think that hurt him because he's no more lip it's, kissing. It's also amazing the innocence you say as they grow up, these things that you kind of whatever. And, and yeah. I'm, I'm right in the throes of like, you know, everything is on the table yeah. at the moment. Yeah. And I remember saying to Olivia, because like I'm a big, you know, like they say medically, you need eight hugs a day to survive as a human. My wife's not a big hugger, so I got to get from other places. And it's usually <laughs> from my daughter who's, yeah. who's turning five at the end of this month. And she said to me, because I'm a cuddler. I was like, hey, do you want to cuddle and watch TV? Bowl? And she said to me, you know, dad, you never have to ask me to cuddle. Oh my God. I'll do it forever. Oh. I'll do it forever. And in my head, I'm like, that's the sweetest thing, but I know you're lying. Yeah, she's yeah. lying. I know you're lying. But I'm like, it's the innocence. And you're just like, daddy, just my and it's those like little things oh. that like make the hard stuff totally worth it. Two more here. These are things that parents do to embarrass their children. Uh, upload pictures of Facebook. You got to oh, think yeah. about that. Oh, that. yes. No, we're, we're in a no fly no zone fly. now. And the last one is when the father has micro surgery. That's super <laughs> embarrassing for the children. <laughs> your dad's got small balls, but that's how <laughs> you're here. Said that they're the average size. Small balls. Jack's dad's got small balls. <laughs> small ball, pappy. As a 35-year-old uh, single guy, when you were both already, like, <laughs> knee-deep in kids, I never thought about the things that, like, you would have to do that nobody really kind of, like, tells you about. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing as parents, like, what you've done for your children in amazing ways <laughs> and also in super icky ways. Mm-hmm. And most of it's icky. I mean, most of it's icky. Most of it is, like, I'm doing this for you and no one else. Exactly, Johnny. Most of it is about fluids. (laughs) So, so many fluids. I'll tell you right now, 
I, the first diaper mm-hmm. I ever changed was my eldest son's. Okay. In the hospital. I don't know if I could have ever changed a diaper, like a nephew or a niece or a cousin or whatever, friend's kid. Yeah. I don't think I could have done it. Was it that sticky black kind? What's it called? Macro- uh, Maconium? Maconium. Yeah. Oh, man. I feel like, if I, like, <laughs> like gun to head, I could do it for, I could do that like the first week for anybody. Once it starts getting serious, yes. I'm so out on all y'all. But the, here's the thing. The macomium, is that how you pronounce yeah, it? Yeah, I think so. It's, it's black. It's tarish. If you've had a child, you know exactly what it is. It's like that for the first day or two. Uh-huh. And it's pretty rough. And I held that over my wife's head <laughs> because I was doing it all. Yeah. And she'd be like, I actually had the baby. I'm like, I know, but look what I'm doing over here. Because <laughs> one of your kids came out C-section, right? Two of them did. So like you're cleaning like tar poop. Oh. And your wife's got 160 staples in her stomach, <laughs> and you're holding that over her. And I'm, like, and I'm like, wake up, wake up. Can you believe I'm doing this? <laughs> the and the poo thing, like Ugh. how much poo have you had on your hands that oh. aren't, isn't your own? Oh, my God. And it just doesn't even make sense when you're talking about uh, uh, physics. Mm. Like you're holding the baby oh. up, and it's somehow up the back, and mm-hmm. you just clean it like it's nothing. Mm. Like it's nothing. Like it, it, it's, listen, we like when you clean a blowout, <laughs> when you clean a blowout, <laughs> it's almost like you've detached yourself from reality. Mm. You're like, it's going to get in my hands. It's oh, all God. getting in my hands. I know. And it gets, it gets on your hands and it's so <laughs> hard to then scrub your hands. And then like, you can just continue on with your day. Fingernails. Knowing how it's, th- okay. I would, I didn't <laughs> want to say that, but he is ab- <laughs> Absolutely right. Because we can be honest here, right? Yeah, of course. I'm also amazed at my ability to just clean puke like it's it's uh. it, it's it's spilt milk. And remember before you had kids? Like there's no way. If I saw anybody throw up in a movie, I was I was turned off. I couldn't watch anymore. Right. My own wife, when she throws up, it's like I feel so bad. Like my heart breaks, but I can't help. <laughs> can't be near mm. it. Meanwhile, your kid's like, Daddy, I'm going to puke. I'm like, puke in my hands. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Don't get it on the sheets. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. Oh, man. I, I, we had, a, we had a, a flu bug in our house or whatever it was, stomach issues. Everyone was throwing up, like all five of us. And you want to be pushed to the end when one of your kids throws up right in front of you on the hardwood when you're sick. Oh, God. Uh, and you just do it, right? If that's You want to talk about love? Mm. You want to talk about love for a child? That's the only person you would do that for. Because Absolutely. my kids are the youngest ones in daycare. So they always get like that daycare sickness. If I came in here one day and I had just an unbelievable cough and a runny nose and I said, would one of you mind lying down with me for a little bit? <laughs> You'd be like, Garbit, no way. But like, you're like, you know, I'm getting sick after this two hour nap. I know. But I need to comfort you and I want to do it, but I'm so pissed because I'm going to get sick off this. And, and you do it anyway. And, and especially if you're someone that, like, I was never, I'm still, I don't think I'm a great caretaker. I am of my own kids, and especially when they're sick. But, like, when you, if you think about telling your 25-year-old self, like, even a picture. Yes. Here's a little snippet of oh, where you're oh. gonna, what you're going to do in 10 years. Now. You would never sign up for it in a million years. You're right. Do you, do you feel betrayed by your parents in any way of yes. not letting them, not letting you know? <laughs> yeah. Because it's all like wonderful things. And obviously the great memories always will supersede the, the negative stuff. And maybe for you, Sean, because you have the two oldest kids. Mm-hmm. Um, 
maybe what I'm going through right now, because I'm still changing diapers. So I'm still getting the fingernail stuff. <laughs> uh, it's so gone from you. You don't remember it at all. Oh, I that, think that's that, bull. So like when you see your kids, you're like, you know what? It was great because we would cuddle on the couch and watch Toy Story. And no, I remember it. And to the point where I have made it, I, my husband, and I fight about this. I said, I'm going to be more honest with our kids mm. about what being a parent mm. is. And I love my parents, but I'm telling you, there are days where I'm like, why didn't you warn me yeah. more? Because yeah. I actually wasn't sure I wanted kids. And I went to my mom and I said, do you think that I should? Like, you know me better than anyone. You know the kind of person I am. And she did kind of say to me, it's not for everyone. Huh. Now, maybe that was her nice way of warning <laughs> yeah. me. Yes. But I think directly tell people what they're getting into. Uh, well, and I'll tell you, it's not just like all the gross stuff too. It's also things like, and you mentioned lying down and I remember, and you said, you know, do you forget? I don't think you do, but it was the, my first son in particular going to sleep. You always worry, right? Are they going to be okay? They're in the crib. Are they oh, going to turn yeah. over? All that kind of stuff. How many times did I go in and check on him out of nowhere? Mm. And I'll tell you, you know, you get older as you have kids, it's mm. like your ankles and, and knees are like castanets. And so <laughs> you walk in the room and it's like, and then your, your kid is sound asleep. And the kid's like six months old. It basically looks like, dad, leave me alone. I'm just I trying know. to nap it out. And I remember vividly, not so much with the second and third, because you get kind of more comfortable, but lying down on the ground and just holding their hand, <laughs> holding their leg. Dude, right? Dude. And so you're just like, your arm is through the crib thing. It's, you're losing yes. blood. You're losing, and you're just lying there with no pillow, nothing, freezing nothing. cold. And you're like, I can't leave this spot. These are the things you would, ne no one tells you about. No, and you wouldn't do it for anybody no. else. No. Are one of you or your partner the better sort of like doer of things like that? Oh my God, but, yes. And like, for example, my wife has already let me know that if anything with our children have to do with blood in any way, she's out. Mm -hmm. I've, I've seen her almost pass out legitimately, okay. not even joking. Like, yeah. And so like Olivia the other day, like for some reason stepped on a toy car and like legit almost in a Laurel and Hardy way, took a real flip on her back and like hit her elbow on the tile. Yeah. And she, like the, when I say the littlest scrape I've ever seen, like zero, like I don't even know how it could possibly have bled. And she was like next room. I got to get out of here. Really? Like that bad. Right. So it's been now thrust upon myself that any sort of trauma that involving blood <laughs> is now on my hands. Right. Whether I'm into it or not. That's tough. Are, are either one of you kind of like better at sick over the poop or the pee over the whatever? My husband doesn't do vomit and he <laughs> <laughs> and he also he also does uh, he's also terrible he would admit it. I don't think I'm I'm being rude here. He's very bad at being soft when, when someone needs being soft uh, to right, the point right, where right, we right. just went through this. My kid's 10 and he got up at like 2.30 in the morning and I heard my husband get up because I get up at 3.30, right? So he got up, he comes back. I said, how is, what's going on? He says, oh, he was just getting his, he was trying to sneak his iPad out of the kitchen. I told him, I put him back to bed. I was like, that's odd. I went in there, kids burning with fever. Mama, can you stay with me? Like I was livid, but my husband wasn't raised in a soft household. He's a little bit more you know, tough it out. But to this day, that's our number one thing we fight about is I don't think he's soft enough. He thinks I'm too soft. Right. And when a kid gets sick, it is a fight. 
Well, and I think sometimes that sometimes it's just a mother father thing. Sometimes, like I don't want to make it about that, but I think moms are generally more natural, uh, nurturing and caring. Yeah, and, maybe in general. And, and you're talking about there might even be something like a chip in both of your heads in that you know you're the you gave birth to them and that you, they were you know a lot of times still the mother's at home for the first potential yes. year and there's that bonding thing when yeah. then when the kid doesn't even know they're bonding with you. Yeah, that, good point. There's that part of it as well, but. Uh, there's one other thing. Uh, sorry, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, you go. Okay, remember when your first child was born? And I, at least for the, I'll just speak for the the dads, at least my experience and Ryan's experience. You told the story on air. Like, we both are not chiseled from stone. We got, like, I, Ryan's got a dad bod, and I think I got, like, dad bod plus a couple of X's. <laughs> and when the baby comes out and your wife is kind of getting the sort of, like, aftercare, like, the minutes, the, the, that after the child is born, and you always hear about skin on skin. Yeah, uh-huh. How quickly, and I don't take my shirt off in public, <laughs> right? Mm. It's, it's it, like to the point where if you see me at a public pool, like I have a tank top on in the pool. Yeah. My shirt's off. There's 30 people in the room, <laughs> like nurses, because they're, they're like there was a, a complication with the first one. And I'm like, I'm just, I have no shirt on. I, I The the uh, enormity of the realization that I, I now am a father. It's like crazy. Your vanity's done. It doesn't it's matter. Over. It's, it's over. over, right? And it's like, right, you had that, that, that uh, kind of same thing as well, right? Yeah, but the worst part is I was still embarrassed <laughs> with a newborn. <laughs> and it was, because I tell you, it was our third third one and he was a C-section. And so I know the routine by now. And so she's like, skin and skin time. I'm like, yeah, I got this. So I go into a room, I take my shirt off and I'm same as you. Like I, I'm embarrassed, but it's my son. So yeah. I'm going to do it. It's not like I didn't have nine months to get in shape <laughs> either. Know. You know what I mean? Like I had time, but I just said F it. But I'm, I'm also holding him. I got the man boobs. I'm thinking this kid's going to try to latch on. Like his oh. instinct is to suck, you know, and there's nothing in there but mayo. And and I'm doing my thing. Mayo. And then a, a nurse comes in with another couple and she's super pregnant. It was like their oh. day before talk. Like, cause you split and you're a room. Right there, and naked like, man. And I'm just like, and they're like, oh, congratulations! I'm like, I got no shirt on. Why? Wait, wait, wait. What do I need some privacy here? Um, so yeah, there's there's a lot of those little things. Like yeah. I, I'm with you, man. I never mm. thought I the, la- the the other thing I never thought I would do until I had children was go to church. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. They make you go to church because well, my kids go to Catholic school so and stuff like that. The so there's, there's that whole thing. Also, like you know, I'm a big. Uh, we have an amusement park in Ontario, it, close to like where I live. It's called Canada's Wonderland. It's like you know any like any other amusement park with like roller coasters and stuff. Is um, somebody who is like a bit more beefier, like when your kids want to go on like small kid oh, rides yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're under the line to be able to go by themselves. Yeah. And you're like, I'm 10 pounds of milk <laughs> in a five pound bag. Yeah. And just like I'm sitting there and I'm like, there's no way other parents aren't staring at me being like, wow, that guy <laughs> really yes. slid in but there. But you're doing it for them. Oh, that guy in a little roller coaster. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. So we want to hear about your bad parent story. So send them to us at badparents at curiouscast.ca. If you have an idea for a future episode, we want to hear from that too. We do like a mailbag show. We did one a couple weeks ago. We'll do one again when we have more. We're on all your favorite podcast platforms and you can listen to our radio show every weekday morning, 530 to 10 a.m. on Q107 in Toronto. Until next time, she's... I'm Johnny. Turn your mic on this time. You're (laughs) I'm Johnny and you're Ryan. That's fun. And we're the bad parents. (laughs)